and your hair's still straight. And the funny thing is I can hear in the other room, the kids are playing the soundtrack to Fiddler on the Roof. Okay, so my hair is still straight because um, day seven. Wow. I know, right? But yeah, we're really pushing it now. But yeah. <laughs> and there, are, everybody in the audience goes, gross. My hair is really dry, you know? <laughs> really dry. There's no greasiness at all. So... <laughs> How are you doing, Misty? Good. I am good. Yes. So I am Misty Winkler, and I podcast and write at simplyconvivial.com. I'm a homeschooling mom of five. I'm a mom of five, although at this point I'm homeschooling three of the five because I have graduates. Crazy, crazy <laughs> days. And uh, I'm joined today by my friend Pam Barnhill. Hi, I am Pam Barnhill. I have potato chips in my teeth because I was eating tortilla <laughs> chips and salsa in the kitchen before I jumped on here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I am a professional, I promise. <laughs> I have two homeschooling podcasts, the Your Morning Basket podcast and the 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool podcast. Well, and this podcast, which I guess is a podcast, which is three, and then Scully Sisters sometimes, which is four. So, oh my goodness, way too many way too many um but you can find me at pambarnhill.com so yeah that's me yeah. so how has your homeschool been this week you had like a full actual full week of homeschooling right sure we'll uh -huh. go with that <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay so we have reached the point in the homeschool year where i am totally ready to say just bring me a list of the four to five things you want to do today and we'll just unschool <laughs> just come up with like four to five educational things and we're going to unschool. <laughs> like, what is it? Like, you want to watch a documentary? Sure. Mark Rober on YouTube. That's fine with me. I'm okay with that. Like, if you want to, Olivia's been, uh, she's been playing with oil uh, paints. Oh, That's been her new thing. That and uh, she and I have been watching Sister Wendy, which is like, mm -hmm. do you remember that from like oh, back yeah. in the day? We've, yeah, we've been we watched it earlier in the year with during our elementary lessons time. Yeah, yep. And so it's like, um, Sister Wendy can get a little saucy sometimes with her. She really can. Yeah, she, she can like, show like, some images that are like, and Sister yeah, Wendy, yeah. <laughs> what are we looking at here? So I'm glad that <laughs> my high schooler, you know, just putting that caveat out there about Sister Wendy, um, but. Um, we had to look up if she had passed away or not. She has, very sadly. But um, anyway, so we're unschooling <laughs> and doing morning time. And, like, the kids are still doing math tutoring. And uh, we've got one, the boys have one IEW paper that I want them to finish. So, like, we're, okay. we're part of the way through it. I'm like, can we just finish this paper? Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that. And then Olivia is still working through the lively art of writing, which she has really enjoyed this year. Totally recommend that one, um, which I knew it was good because it was the book that taught me how to write. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> I've used it twice now with my kids. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. So I used it when I was a senior in high school and it oh, was fun. old 
when I used it. Yeah. So just warning, <laughs> like, you know, the hot topic in there is whether kids should be allowed to drag race with their hot rods. Um, but it's a really good book. Um, yeah. So anyway, really I want... Is. I'm I, I'm like, you don't have to do the research paper this year, but could you just finish up the rest of it? So she's working on that. And then they're doing math every day. And we're doing morning time and still loving it. We finished uh, The Horse and His Boy, which I really, really liked. Maybe, like, one of my favorite so far. Mm -hmm. um, a great one. Yeah, it really was. And... Um, so now we're still, we're trying to finish Marvels before the end, before we quit for the year. But yeah, we're just falling apart, which is pretty normal. And you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about this the other day, and then I'm going to shut up and let you talk. Um, <laughs> I started my school year so late yeah. this year, because normally I start it at the end of July, and we didn't start until the very, it, well, it was the first of September, if we're being honest. We didn't start until the first of September because of the way the conventions fell last year. Mm -hmm. And for a while, it seemed like, oh, this is good. We're, we're like keeping moving longer than I thought we would, you know, in the fall. Like we didn't fizzle in the fall quite as badly. Mm -hmm. We fizzled in May, just like we always do. So we're <laughs> going back starting, in, starting the end of July this year. <laughs> you have to know your limitations and I know mine. <laughs> Yes, earlier today, I was thinking, like, hmm, that math tutor thing, that's exactly what we need here. <laughs> My daughter has officially reached the point, like, I could kind of ask her quest the right questions to get us kind of going in the right direction or look up the right thing on Khan Academy to get some help with where she's at. But she's beyond just basic, ba like, I can do basic algebra just fine. Mm -hmm. But she's, she's past my math level right now. And so she brought her question and she said, can I do this? I don't know. There was, she's got negative numbers in a square root, there are square root signs. And so I'm out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. So I said, nope, I'm sorry. You know, when your brothers were doing this math, uh, they just, they didn't even try asking me. So I have never worked through this <laughs> before. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're going to have to wait, but you're going to have to wait for your dad on this one. <laughs> I was going to say, doesn't dad help with that math? He so. does. He does. But my daughter would really like to just get it all done in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I'm the one who's around in the morning. So. Well, you got to love her for that. It's true. That is, yeah. that is true. Give her credit for that for sure. Yep. 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 So we will f both, um, my eighth grader and seventh grader, six or whatever they are, 12 year old and 14 year old are going to finish their science book this week, their final assignments for science and half of their history are today or this week. So we are, I was like, we're going to make it. I think we're going to make it. <laughs> And then la next week should be our last week. Next week is our last scheduled week. And, you know, we've already cut Latin. Just like, you know what? We're fizzling and that's not going to happen. It's better to not just push it 
and try. We'll just stop where we stopped and pick up again where we're going to pick up in the fall. And yeah, it's that knowing your limits and being reasonable yeah. with the end of the year. And I totally don't mind that with the things that I know I'm going to pick up again. But like, we're not going to pick up chemistry again next year yeah and so that's the one where i feel really guilty like we're not gonna make it to all the elements in the periodic table oh we never did all the elements of the periodic table okay well good no. okay. okay is there one that i should get through misty before you give me permission to quit <laughs> <laughs> no by this time so we've done two chemistry years so far and by this time in the year, we were just like browsing the list of the periodic um, videos, YouTube okay. channel, and picking the ones that sounded good that weren't too long. <laughs> that is that is what we are doing then for the rest of the year. So, you know, okay. That makes me feel so much better. I'm like, if we did two a day, you know, but I just want to be done. Have you I'm found about the unschooling list. I'm so serious. Yeah. Have you found um, the periodic table song? We have. And yes. Olivia said the other day, she's like, I think I want to memorize that. I may let her do it. I mean, I, I would certainly let her do it, but I'm not going to force anybody else to do it. So. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yep. But I'm so, just tired and done. Tony is asking, what book are you using for chemistry? So it, we started the year, <laughs> we started the year doing guest hollows chemistry in the kitchen. And then, and we were very good about reading all the books. So we read, um, well, no, we didn't finish that one. I can't remember the name of the first book that we read that we actually finished. <laughs> and it, it was, it was the main book of the first part. And then we read a lot of Einstein's buttons, which they loved. And then we read some of what Einstein, uh, no, Napoleon's buttons. Napoleon's buttons. Mm -hmm. Napoleon's buttons. Sorry. Hold on. And I'm going to type all these down for the show notes. <laughs> um, and I'll have, I'll find the name of the first book of the kitchen chemistry. And then we also read um, what, some of what Einstein told his cook, which was uh, pretty oh, I good. Haven't, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, we just kind of fizzled on that one. And there was a lot of repetition, mm. you know. Um, and then um, we started doing, so then Thomas joined us. And so we started doing Ellen McHenry's The Elements, which is written for middle school, but my high schoolers loved it too. And um, so we started that and fizzled out on the other stuff. And then we did the Black Elements book. Yeah. Um, we did that one and then the periodic table of videos and then we did a couple of uh kits from home science tools uh, a couple of their chemistry kits um so that's kind of been our chemistry yeah it's chemistry for non-lab sciencey chemical people i don't think you really do any of that kind of chemistry till basically college anyway like maybe yeah. later high school in some high schools but i don't know your math has to be pretty good and it's and yeah 
And I don't know, even the chemistry like 100 level that I took at the community college, the experiments were pretty boring. <laughs> quite yeah. honestly. <laughs> well, I have to say I took chemistry in high school and basically we watched Nova all the time. So. <laughs> I'm, I was sitting there the other day trying to remember like, what did I really learn from chemistry in high school? And we watched Nova and um, so a lot of Carl Sagan, which I, I don't know what had anything to do with chemistry. <laughs> and, you know, that the little two in H2O means there's two hydrogen molecules. I don't remember anything from high school chemistry. And I was like a good student. I made A's. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, reading the books and and not expecting them to, like, have mastered and completed chemistry by what you're doing, you know, at high school or below, um, you're exposing them instead to the okay. world of chemistry and the yeah. ideas and trying to spark the interest and, uh, and not trying to make sure that they have like some mastery of knowledge or skills in chemistry, I think. Right. Personally. Right. Yeah, and we that's a lot what I'm of that. With. And you know what? It was interesting. Yeah, you know, it was really interesting. Uh, all the things that we studied and looked at, and and everything. It was. It was. They were really interested in it. And we, um, going back, especially to that first book, we learned you know, bread is a foam. We had no hmm. idea. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, maybe yeah. we should talk just about chemistry curriculum or science curriculum instead of math i don't know this is <laughs> oh we can if you want to sure yeah. <laughs> since we're already on that we are right, or we might be able to hit both before it's there you go ready. we no. could <laughs> so tell us what you have liked for chemistry we use we read our mystery of the periodic table um which i really like starting with that one because I wouldn't call it, it's not for high school, you know, it's middle school is when we did it, but uh, it was totally worth reading. I would, um, I enjoyed it myself. It's written for more middle school level, but it gives the history of those, those chemical discoveries and scientific discoveries that really lays the groundwork for thinking about observe like figuring out what you're observing and uh -huh. telling the story of how other people did chemistry at different points in time and what they were looking for and what they found and what they hypothesized and then whether or not it proved to be true so i think two things that we really learned from mystery of the periodic table that's not necessarily chemistry but we learned about the scientific method by mm -hmm. the history of it being discovered and used. And also my biggest takeaway from reading Mystery of the Periodic Table was just how recent a lot of our knowledge is about the makeup of atomic structure and what we know about chemistry um, 
it's it's maybe not the best way to learn it all as facts yeah yeah because changes it does people have had the facts of chemistry different facts at different points in time and further experimentation refines the knowledge that we have and so really to lay things down as facts kind of stops the questioning process and it's the questioners who developed the knowledge further so i I don't know it made me question a lot of (laughs) things that we think we know now like hmm, yeah i wonder what we're gonna know in a hundred years that is gonna totally disprove everything the things that we know today. Yeah, we got into some of those radioactive chemical art uh, elements and the kids were like, uh, they shouldn't be touching those. And yeah, like a little on down the paragraph, it's like, yeah, they died of, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's not funny, sorry, don't mean to laugh, but it's like, hello, we knew they shouldn't be touching those and uh-huh. they didn't. So, right, right. Yeah. Oh, you know, they used to make dinner plates and women's makeup out of lead. <laughs> lead yeah so So, i'm sure that we're still doing things like i mean i think it's just not wise to think that we don't have something similar going on now like we need to do the best with the information we have but we need to not assume that the knowledge we have is complete (laughs) yeah yeah for sure yeah so that was my big takeaway from chemistry So we talked about all the things that we use for chemistry. So next year, we're actually going to be looking at um, uh, Guest Hollow's botany. Mm. Doing that one because Olivia, uh, well, I told the, well, Thomas wants to do, he wants to really focus on his Civil Air Patrol aeronautics stuff. And so Mm -hmm. they have all the little booklets and all the little tests. And I'm like, ooh, check, you know, Um, and they'll grade them forum and everything so oh, he can wow. study those little books and take all those little tests and that'll be fabulous and then um olivia's like i really want to do botany um and then john is like i'll just do what olivia does i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> make my life easy that's right it's better than having three different things going on although one being outsourced is as a bonus yeah uh, but I would have done three. I mean, if he had had something he was vastly interested in, but, uh, you know, it's, it's fine. That's what we're yeah. going to do. He, I think he likes hanging out and we just had such a good time with chemistry this year. That's, that's been the biggest thing is we've yeah. had so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Up until this point, we, I outsourced science a lot. Um, so this was really the first time that I have ever done science with my kids. When they were younger, we always did it at co-op, you know. Mm-hmm. And so Miss Jessica taught science to my kids and Miss Michelle taught science to my kids. And um, so, and that was fabulous. Um, and then I think last year was the first full year without co-op and, uh, we did astronomy and Olivia did an online astronomy class and then decided she didn't want to do online classes anymore. And so that was when we got this. And so this was the first time I've ever really done it with them, which the most, you know, interesting thing about that is because I didn't have 
chemistry in high school, even though I had it on my transcript. <laughs> um, I learned so much I didn't know. <laughs> that I think that's fun when the class, yeah, I don't know, atmosphere or whatever is all of us learning together from the material. Because we get stuck in that, oh, I'm the teacher. I'm going to have to teach it all. When really we just find a good source and then we can all learn it together. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Another book for chemistry that we used was um, John Hudson Tyner's The World of Chemistry. Or Exploring the World of Chemistry. It's just a little paperback. And it kind of it has some worksheets that are basically like true-false type quizzes but we just read it uh, since that was a class that we did as a group with our friends um, I read most of the sections just out loud and then we narrated or illustrated what we read and that was a really good um, like outline of how atomic structure works and some of the different you know the basic knowledge stuff mm -hmm. for chemistry because uh, I, I felt like after we finished Mystery of the Periodic Table, even though some of that stuff was covered in the book, it didn't, I didn't think that the kids had really picked that knowledge up. So it was nice to have a little bit of a different, the non-story approach to the concepts helped them pick, pick up those ideas better, actually. Right, right. Yeah. And then Brandy had recommended a couple, they're really short books, almost like picture books, but they're definitely like middle school and up type level. But it's like the story of nitrogen and the story of oxygen. And so we would read one of those a week and then watch corresponding um, periodic table of videos to go along with those. But we only ever did like five total we didn't we got nowhere near i didn't even try to do all the elements it was like let's hit oxygen and nitrogen and <laughs> the big ones yeah i'm thinking i may take that black elements book and kind of strew it and let them just you know decide which one they want to you know yeah which ones they want to look at yeah 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 it's definitely a good coffee table book <laughs> yeah for sure All right, well, what are you guys doing next year for science, Misty? Do you know yet? Have you started I, planning? Well, because we moved and we're going to be moving again. So where we're at right now is just a temporary rental. I realized when I was just starting to pack that we were going to be in the rental probably while I needed to school plan. <laughs> and so I pulled books that I might use next year into some certain bins so that I would keep track of them and not lose them in the shuffle and find them in the back of the storage unit <laughs> too late. So what's pulled out for next year, I've kind of reserved the books since I don't have access to my whole library. So my, I think we're going to be doing um, Riot in the Dance for biology. Biology, yep. Yeah. And that will be for my high school freshman. And I have to decide, what I haven't decided is whether or not I'll have the 12 
almost 13 year old at that point jump in with that? Or if I'm going to really do three different sciences, you know, it's like their, their ages are spread out enough that it's like, I don't know. It might be best to have them do three separate ones, but I don't know if that's actually going to happen. So who can I combine to make sure that it actually happens? Right. And I really don't know about the nine-year-old. This will be 10. So I don't know if it'll be, it seems a little bit early for the chemistry year. So, but the 12-year-old already had that. So... I, I don't know. I'll have to flip through what I kept out and figure something out. But I know that the ninth grader will be doing um, Riot in the Dance biology. I could, yeah. I might have the 12, 13 year old middle child, middle homeschool child do earth science, which is what my. 13, 14 year old this year was doing with, and that's from Novare. And so it's a textbook and I just have her read the textbook and then do an illustrated journal page for it. And that's all we did. We don't even, we don't do the experiments. We don't answer all of the questions. We don't use any of the support material or quizzes or tests or anything. It's read it make a journal page that illustrates it and uses some of the bolded vocabulary words and call it good. Is it a readable? Is it a really readable? It is well-written for a textbook. It You could even read it out loud and it flows. So that was one reason why I picked it um, is it's a very well-written. Right in the dance is also well-written. So it's not like a dry textbook that's really boring. And it, right. Earth Science has tons of pictures and illustrations. So usually, so my, my daughter has been doing this year is just picks one of them to freehand copy into her notebook with the different notes. Hmm. So if we were really into it, we I would find a corresponding YouTube video about the concept to watch, but... We aren't. <laughs> We're just doing science. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So someone in the comments is asking if you do chemistry at all in elementary school or start in middle school or start in high school. What have you done, Pam? I'm trying to think, like, did they do chemistry in elementary school? I mean, if they did, it was just learning. I think they did. And I think, so back when mine were in elementary school, we were doing the whole four-year cycle thing. And I think one of the years was chemistry. And so they learned about the elements and chemical reactions. It was very much baking soda and vinegar kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, um, like these are what elements are and the, the protons are made up, you know, like, uh, the nucleus is made up of protons and neutrons and the electrons dance around the outside, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it was chemistry, but it was pretty simple chemistry with lots of fun experiments. Yeah. Like vocabulary, like learning vocabulary and major concepts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't like do chemistry 
at all. We didn't do chemistry this year. Yeah. <laughs> we just learned about it. So. Yeah. What we did for science in elementary ages was just uh, basically read books. Um, and so mostly they're older books because, I don't know, like the 1950s or so was kind of a golden age for books for kids um so there's a series like all about i mean all about stars all about weather all about whatever they were written in the somewhere between the 30s and the 50s um so some of the information in some of the books was a little too dated to be helpful but for the most part the series as a whole is really good um it's just well written and my goal in elementary science is just to like open doors of interest is how I think about it. Like sh opening yeah. a door or pointing out the window and showing them how many things there are in the world to be interested in. And that's the point I think of doing almost anything that you're doing in elementary school. It's just introducing them to things. And then we've done um, just this kind of reading books and talking about the concepts and watching a few experiment videos and counting that as an experiment in like later middle school. And then yeah. supposedly my kids were all going to take chemistry at the community college, but 2020 <laughs> made chemistry lab impossible for my oldest. <laughs> Miss that one up. Miss that plan up right away. But you so know, nobody, nobody else was doing chemistry labs either. So it's true. It's true. So turns out we he wasn't worse for the wear. Ah, so we're all fine. Yes, and all of the resources for the books that we've mentioned we'll put in the show notes. So. That'll take an extra minute here this time around. We mentioned a yeah, lot of books. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it right now. <laughs> I've actually started like formatting the thing while you're talking. So if you're clicking, Very that's good. what that is. Because yeah. I have a hard job today. I have a kid I got to take somewhere. Yes. So, so Riot. If I don't get them up immediately, we will get them up. Yes. <sighs> so Riot and the Dance is a biology textbook published by Canon Press. And they also did a documentary and it's a little bit confusing because the documentary is different from the textbook and they like, they're both about biology, but they don't like go together in any kind of way, uh, except that they're done by the same people. So the documentary, I think they have two documentaries now and they're both really fun and really good. Um, but then the textbook is a high school biology textbook that's kind of its own thing too. So um, I just like it because it's so readable and it's a Christian seven day creation biology text that still gives a good, has a chapter at the end about um, the evolutionary theory so that you have the knowledge that you need to be conversant in what you hear but it first teaches the concepts biblically so i have enjoyed 
that book. This will be our third time using it. My older two both used it as freshmen in high school. So, And again, we don't do any of the experiments. We're total science slackers. Read the book, draw some pictures, maybe watch some YouTube videos and call it good. All right. Well, I think that that is our homeschool teacher lounge for today. We'll call it science curriculum and leave yeah. math for another day. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Okay. Talk to you later, everyone. Bye, Pam. Bye.